Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Welcome in to Trust the Tape, presented by Boomer Jacks. Great, sweet, glorious Boomer Jacks. Best place to watch a game in DFW and in the world, honestly. So find the one nearest you. Take advantage of the specials that they've got going every day. And tell them we said hi. We're out of Boomer Jacks all the time. It's time to trust that their tape. Brian brought us at Brian brought us on the Twitter. I'm Jeff Cavanaugh from 105.3 The Fan and DFW, the home of the Cowboys. But we're not here to talk Cowboys. We're here to talk trust the tape as we are gearing up. And it's NFL draft season for a lot of teams. Not for all the teams, unfortunately. Just my team and <laughs> probably a lot of your teams. But uh, not all the teams, but a lot of the teams. How are we doing, Brian? Doing well, Jeff. Doing well. Uh, as you mentioned, uh, the season that we covered ends in a thud. But <laughs> but the things that we do best in the spring is just now starting. So that, to me, is a very uh, – I look forward to this. I, I, I love the NFL draft. I love working with you and others on the NFL draft. Uh, it uh, it uh, is – Fighting because again you're trying to think about ways to to help your football team and the team that you and I cover the Dallas Cowboys help themselves with the draft so if you're one of those fans out there that's kind of thinking well what's my team going to do well Jeff and I will try and navigate uh, navigate this for you and now we become full time scouts scout them uh, up uh, our media scouts and uh, so very very excited for that three. Of the big names in the world have put out mock drafts in the last couple of days, Brian. Mm-hmm. What better way to get it fired up than mock drafts? I'm going to give you, now this is going to be one from Dane Brugler of The Athletic. Gotcha. One from uh, Mel Kipper from okay. ESPN. Longtime mock drafter. And one from Daniel Jeremiah from the NFL.com. I like it. You tell me, as a guy who's watched more than 11 people, I've watched 11 people, so trust the tape for me will be everybody being on the journey as I watch players. But as a guy who's seen 50 or more guys, if I tell you that Daniel Jeremiah has Alabama offensive tackle Evan Neal going number one to the Jacksonville Jaguars, that Mel Kuyper has Aiden Hutchinson, the DN from Michigan, Mm -hmm. and Dane Brugler has Iki Ikwanwu, Ikwanu, the offensive tackle from NC State. Do you like them? 
in any order there? Who yeah. screwed it up the most? No, I'll tell you what. I like the fact that, uh, you know, Jacksonville handled their quarterback situation last year with Trevor Lawrence. It's clear that they, they – well, it's clear that they need help with the offensive line. Yeah. So, to me, I would say that the, the tackles, going out and getting the, the best tackle in that draft uh, – Ikwanwu, uh, though at North Carolina State, I mean, I love him as a player. And you talk about a guy that's, you know, right now is the measurables at 6'4, 332 pounds, and he is just a nimble athlete. You know, you rarely see him off balance or on the ground. And, you know, I mean, movement in the running game, he's impressive how he finishes. There's a lot to like about him. And I'm, I'm really interested to see, you know, uh, who that first offensive tackle will be off the board because Evan Neal as well is being six seven three fifty seven. You know, there's some there's some tape of him where he is just as dominant uh as uh, as all uh, as all get out as they would say. And I kind of feel like though that uh, it just depends on what you want. It depends on, you know, what your line coach is, what kind of scheme you run. Do you want a, a really a mauler or do you want really a, an athlete? And uh, I think there's uh, especially Jacksonville, they need help for that offensive line. Either one of those tackles, I think, would be very, very good. Now, this appears to be a unique year for the draft because there is no quarterback that jumps out at you as being the top guy that's going to go. And there are a couple of pass rushers that you're going to see at the top of everybody's drafts, Aiden Hutchinson and Kayvon Thibodeau. And there's a handful of offensive tackles, but none of it, feels like a um, – I don't view Thibodeau or Hutchinson as a Miles Garrett or a Bosa or, you know, like that level. And the offensive tackle class is good, don't get me wrong. Right. But I don't view it as like a Tristan Wirfs and uh, Jedrick Wills and mm-hmm. like that sort of top of the class either. Mm-hmm. And because of that, you see in all of these different mocks again, I'm going to give you where Notre Dame safety Kyle Hamilton goes. Okay. Daniel Jeremiah, third overall yeah. to Houston. Yeah. Dane Brugler, seventh overall to New York. Mel Kuyper, fourth overall to the New York Jets. Your thoughts on Kyle Hamilton and the idea of a safety in the top ten, maybe even top five. Yeah, you know, and and Jeff, and when you get a chance to watch Kyle Hamilton, what you'll see is a guy that really doesn't play as a true free safety. Uh, you know, he is a he's a guy that's built uh, like an old school safety from back in the day when I was in scouting in the in the nineties. And uh, but he will surprise you with how well he moves and his ability to adjust with that length. You're usually worried about guys that might be six three, two eighteen, a little leggy. I mean, long legged, you know, and having to turn and run and stuff like that. But I'll tell you one thing: they play this guy in the in the slot, and you'll you'll see him cover. You'll see him play back. You'll see him play up like a linebacker. You'll see him play in the slot. I mean. But he is one of those guys that when he sees it, he is going to fly in a hurry, and he is an outstanding tackler in space. There are plenty of times you watch the games like I did, the Cincinnati, Florida State, Purdue, where he's done some of his best work when he's been in the open field. So I could surely understand the toughness, the versatility, the sure tackling ability. You know, I mean, this guy was a captain at Notre Dame, and so – 
You know, I, I think that to me that that you, when you start to talk about all the things that he can do, that's worthy of that that that, that top ten pick. All right, which one of these guys do you think deserves to have their mock draft taken from one to thirty-two? Let's go with the uh, let's go with the great Dane Brugler. I thought you might pick Dane Brugler. Yeah, because he's the, our real life friend. Yeah, and real life friend, and he does a great job. Yeah. yeah. So Dane went two rounds because he won ups all the other experts. Uh-huh. Um, but just one to thirty-two. If you're a Jacksonville Jaguar fan, I told you you get Iki Ikwanu, the offensive tackle out of NC State brawling, violent offensive lineman. If you're the Detroit Lions at number two, you get Aiden Hutchinson, the edge out of Michigan. Yeah, that's it. I hear he's got short arms. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I hear. Really? He's got short arms. Yeah. He's he, up 33. Yeah, he's six six two sixty one is the measurements that we're going. And so, you know, his father was an All-American at, at uh, Michigan as well, Chris Hutchinson there. So, uh, you know, when you look at, when you look at the the range that he plays with, you I mean you you could see uh, that you know he's a guy that's never off balance or out of control. I mean the balance, I love the balance. He'll chase the ball from the backside, outside. He could be a difficult guy to get around. You I mean when you run the ball at him, he's just going to keep widening out and then get off the block and make the tackle. He's, he's just not going to give up the edge very easily. But he plays super when he's on the move. He's got a feel for how to break down blockers despite the arm length that you're talking about. And he's got a real nose for the football. I mean, he finishes, he wraps up, uh, his awareness, instincts, all those things that you would think in a top five pick. Kayvon Thibodeau, number three to the Houston Texans. That is your other top edge rusher in this class out of Oregon. So if you're a Texans fan, congrats. You are also getting a nice pass rusher. And Dane even notes in his mock, Fans who are expecting Miles Garrett or Chase Young will be disappointed, but that doesn't mean Thibodeau can't make an immediate impact on his own. Uh, says he's not universally loved around the league, but incredibly talented and incredibly talented players can make an impact. Yeah, no, this is a guy that he he completely looks the part, though, of an NFL defensive end when you look at him. I mean, he looks like he's got long arms, powerful in the upper and lower body. I mean, you can – you can see there's some thickness to them there besides being 255 pounds. There's some snap and violence when he strikes the opponent. I mean, you see blockers stop in their tracks. When he gets his hands inside, the blockers just stop. And I think that's something that that uh, is super, super impressive. He sees a lot of double teams in these games, which means he has to line up on both sides of the defense. I've seen him stand up a couple of different times, too. Jeff and play as that stand-up player there, but I thought he was a better rusher when he had his his hand on the ground. So he could capture the edge, he could beat you inside. He's got uh, he's got some seriously explosive moves to his game. New York Jets, you get Derek Stingley, the corner out of LSU, who uh, in the let's see, we just played the 2021 season. Yeah, in the 2019 season, boy, Derek Stingley was a stud as an 18 yeah. year old in college. Absolutely, and then didn't play a year, and then. Played a little bit and then went away. Yeah. And his draft stock to me is going to be very interesting, but it seems to be that there's no doubt he'll be a first rounder and highly picked. It's just a matter of how high. Yeah, we'll we'll see. It'll be interesting to see what's happens between him and Sauce Gardner of of, of Cincinnati and and where teams see uh, you know, those two kind of shaking out and with Gardner. You've got a guy that played, you know, last season, so you got that tape. If you want to watch Stingley play, you really the only game you get is opening day against uh, UCLA. 
but he generally plays as your right corner. And man, he is like you would think he's kind of a small guy, listed as six one one ninety five. He doesn't always look small though. I mean that that's that's legitimate for his size. But I mean, there's there's times when you watch this kid play, and I'm an LSU alum, as everybody kind of knows, and. I was always I always loved it when he would taunt the receiver even after the play. Jeff, like like he would maintain his position even when the ball was over or the play was over, the ball was gone. He would just stand there like, <laughs> "Are you going to make another move?" You know. So, he's one of those kids that has uh, uh you know, with the quick the the feet are so quick, the reactions are quick. He could tackle when he needs to, but man, he I've also seen him miss and show some poor technique along the way, but Again, like you mentioned, only really one full season of college football as you evaluate him. It's Trusted Tate presented by Boomer Jacks, the greatness of Boomer Jacks. Take advantage. They got specials every day of the week at Boomer Jacks, and it's an incredible place to watch sports, uh, have lunch, have dinner, just hang out, go with your homies. Love us some Boomer Jacks, and we appreciate them presenting Trust the Tape. Boomerjacks.com, find the one nearest you, and get up in there. Tell them I sent you. Number five is the New York Giants, and it's Evan Neal, the offensive tackle out of Alabama. Andrew Thomas is kind of coming along there at left tackle for them, but Nate Solder has not been good. Uh, so that would be an upgrade for them. And Neal at Alabama has played left tackle. He's played right tackle. He's played guard. Uh, and I believe he could play any of them. Yeah. He's just so big, athletic, flexible. He is. He'll be good. He's going to be a good player. When we get a new general manager at the, you know, in, at the Giants, so uh, from the Buffalo Bills, so I, I kind of feel like though that, uh, you know, with Evan Neal, it'll be interesting to see. I again, I think these offensive tackles, which one goes first, uh, will be fascinating, depending on a lot of mass, a lot of uh, foot quickness, you know, a lot of power with these guys. So uh, uh, it's it, it'll be how the I'm sure as we go along, we'll hear, well, I've got it rated this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy. And then, wait a minute, no, I have it this guy, this guy. You know, there's going to be a lot of really back and forth, much like with the draft you were talking about with, with uh, you know, like two, three years ago where we had all those guys, you know, going uh, yeah. at various spots in the top ten. At six, Carolina Panthers, Charles Cross, the offensive tackle out of Mississippi State. This is Carolina's only pick in the top 100. So they're going to want to get this one right or move down. But uh, Charles Cross, Mississippi State, is another guy that's in the mix with all those other offensive tackles um, that may stand out in his own way. Their offense is so weird at Mississippi State. He has a weird stance. Yeah, He doesn't look like the smoothest or fastest slider as Mm -hmm. he's getting away from the ball. But then you look up and they're playing A and M, and it's like, hey, he blocked Demarvin Leal all day. How many yeah. times was he in trouble? Zero. Yeah. And it's like, dude, that dude gets the job done. And I saw him uh, up working with Big Duke, Duke Mannyweather, uh, and that's a great advantage we have right now is seeing those yeah, kids work the out. guys in person. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that dude's a really good athlete. Yeah. He's he, going to test well. He is. I mean, I think he might be a little bit. It's going to look funny because he's listed as a three hundred five guy weight wise. But, man, he sure makes up with the athletic ability and the strength. I was pretty impressed with both those. We talked about Kyle Hamilton, the Notre Dame safety. Dane Brugler's mock. He's on the athletic. He's got him going to the New York Giants at seven. Mm. Atlanta Falcons, David Ojabo, the edge out of Michigan, who came out of nowhere, came out of nowhere to be a potential top ten pick, Um, became an incredible pass rusher. For Michigan, yeah, 
the book on him is run playing is not going to be his strength. No. And he's going to have to come along in that regard. But pass yeah. rush gets drafted, homie. Yeah, he has not played a lot of football. Nigerian descent lived and grew up in Scotland, hmm. believe it or not. So that would be kind Hello. of funny. Yeah, a little bit different accent than that. Oh, but uh, but but he doesn't have much football experience. But that's what I'm talking. About. You were mentioning, man. He is he's a slippery pass rusher. He's got some start stop quickness. He could really change direction. He's going to make things happen on that first step. He gains direction with that, and then the ground in the first couple of steps, and then and next thing you know, he puts a ton of pressure on the blocker because when they're reaching for him. Uh, he just doesn't give you much of a hitting surface. He's not a very big guy. He looks very kind of thin on tape. He's 6'5", he's 250. But, man, he just does not stop. The minute he feels the tackle off balance or working around, he's going to be working around the corner. But he'll also surprise you with how strong he is, again, for not being like an overly, like I think, a, a, a like a, a massive guy. Number nine, we get to the Denver Broncos. Will they take a quarterback? Not in this mock draft. They take Devin Lloyd, the linebacker out of Utah, and no quarterback, which means that in this mock draft, I would assume that they've already traded for a quarterback or something. Uh, Or they hate them all in this draft class. But Devin Lloyd, I know you love you some Devin Lloyd. I do. I really do. And just real quickly, though, he's – you know, if he's in the area, he's going to make the play. This guy's really an explosive downhill attack the ball kind of guy. You can use him all over the place. He's got a feel for how to avoid blocks, make plays. He doesn't get blocked or he doesn't stay blocked for long. I really did like Lloyd out of the Utah tape that I was able to watch. Ohio State wide receiver Garrett Wilson Mm. is the first one here. To the New York Jets for Dane. Um, Ohio State, I would imagine, is going to have two wide receivers. As I keep scrolling down, I bet you we're going to see another one. Yeah. And then I bet you we're going to see a – Alabama receiver who transferred from Ohio State here. Uh, couldn't get on the field yeah. at Ohio State. But yeah. Garrett Wilson, Ohio State, to the Jets at number 10. They had yeah. what a fun offense I'm looking forward had. to, Jeff. I know you got started on those offensive linemen, but I'm looking forward to seeing how you're going to rank these receiver. This guy's very consistent in the way he catches the ball. You don't see many drops or misplays of the ball. He's a really confident player, and he's a physical guy, like run after catch, six foot 186 the measurables that you have for him right now, but the balance, the body control, he can make things happen. He's a really good finisher with the ball in his hands. Kenny Pickett is the first quarterback to go from Pittsburgh. He's going to the Washington football team. Congratulations to Kenny Pickett and his family. You're going to Washington where their organization's a dumpster fire, but they might be okay. It's funny. I've actually had to start doing quarterbacks now. Yeah, isn't that terrible? It is. It's terrible, but his eyes are, they're always up and down the field. He has a feel for how to avoid the defense. And when, you know, he's, when, when playing him, then he finds an open man. I mean, I, I really do like how he has a feel for how to avoid or spin out of trouble. He'll allow the defender to get near him and then he'll spin back door to deliver a strike. He's an outstanding runner and scrambler, but but will surprise you with his ability to get up the field in order to gain yards. Um, he's you know he's one of those guys that's generally on target with the ball. I don't see the receivers have to work very hard to catch him, but he gives his team a chance with uh, in every game with the way he's able to create plays. Number twelve, Minnesota Vikings, Ahmad Gardner, Sauce cornerback Cincinnati I've seen him in person too yeah um and that is a tall lean good moving dude Cincinnati corner sauce Gardner yeah no this guy is uh I love the way this kid plays his length his foot quickness it makes him fun to study 
Uh, the nickname, as you mentioned, is Sauce, and I understand why. Super impressive with the way he moves for a tall guy. You can't run away from this guy due to his speed and his quickness. He could turn. He could run with the best of him. He's not going to back down. Uh, he could play inside out. It doesn't matter. He's best when he could get right up on the receivers, jam them, and then run with them. He can carry them all over the field, especially good when he has to go inside. That's something I always look at with these corners. If you could carry routes inside, you could play football for me. He could fight through trash. He gets, you know, he could stay in coverage. His footwork, his positioning, everything's outstanding. Uh, he doesn't get fooled, and he's super smooth. He's flexible, and he's a willing enough tackler. He missed a couple, uh, but made plenty of others. Uh, I love this kid. I think it's going to be real interesting to see if him or Stingley is the first corner taken off this board. Traylon Burks is the first or second wide receiver off the board in Dane's mock. I believe he's the first wide receiver off the board for both Daniel Jeremiah and Mel Kuyper. That's Arkansas's supersized slot receiver. He's 6'3", he's 228 pounds. He runs fast. He tracks the ball. He's good after the catch. Traylon Burks is a big old fast dude. And I'll take him. Yeah, this this might be the closest thing, Jeff, you have to Debo Samuel. <laughs> and and maybe maybe he might be a little bit faster than what you see with with Samuel, but this is a dynamic football player all over the formation, the size, the athletic ability. He'll surprise you with how fast he's moving for how big he is. But he snatches the ball. He looks very natural catching the ball. He doesn't struggle at all. When it's thrown his direction, he makes plays in traffic. He's strong enough, big enough to fight the defender down the field. If the defender pulls on him, he'll just fight through it. I've seen him make one-handed catches with no problem. Quarterback's not the best passer at Arkansas, so you'll see him make some all kinds of adjusting receptions. And uh, But he's also not as fra- afraid to stick his nose in there as a blocker. They do it sometimes in the running game with him. But uh, played part of the season with a, a peck or a shoulder problem. And we need to kind of check out there, but he's got some outstanding toughness to his game. Trayvon Walker out of Georgia is Baltimore Ravens pick at number 14 in Dane Brugler's mock draft. And Trayvon Walker is super duper duper gifted. Watching him play at Georgia, I think he looks the part of a full-sized defensive end or a full-size edge, but when he drops back and moves around, he moves better than a defensive lineman, but I haven't seen nuanced or a bunch of pass rush moves or an ability to just kind of smoke around the corner. So strong enough, definitely athletic enough. I think going to have to develop as a pass rusher, but super talented, Trayvon Walker. Yeah, Jeff, I think you got him completely nailed right. Philadelphia Eagles, number 15, Tyler Linderbaum, center. Iowa. Give me that scouting report on him, Jeff. He's perfect. He's the best player ever. I love Tyler Linderbaum. I know that you dude do. just freaking every play, whatever you ask him to do, if he's supposed to get across a guy's face, it's done. If he's supposed to turn a guy this way, it's done. If he's supposed to come off of a double team and block a linebacker, it's done. And he might pick up another linebacker on the way. Uh, I think he's smart. I think he's a super athletic center. Um, my only question is, does he have big-time NFL power? And the answer today, I think, is no. Yeah. And that's what you have to develop. But know what the hell you're doing, get where you're supposed to be, and make every block. That's Tyler Linderbaum. Yeah, I think you got him right as well. Philadelphia Eagles, Andrew Booth Jr., cornerback Clemson at 16. I don't know who he is. Yeah, I, you know, this is an interesting player that when you watch him play, I think I got him done. Yeah, uh, 
He is six foot one ninety three. He's an interesting player in that he appears to have the skill to be an excellent player because he flashes that way. But coaches usually main mainly use him on the outside, playing more in off coverage than man. But that's not to say that he can't play man. He just doesn't get many opportunities to make a bunch of plays. He's out there by himself. He's not challenged all that much as most of the corners as you see around the country. But he didn't feel like he had any issues when it came to his movement. He appears flexible along with the ability to bend the backpedal, the quickness to drive, the reaction. I, I think he, you know, the quick screen, he was able to deal with that. He'll plant and come forward. The real question is whether he can get the ball carrier down. And there, I would say that that's 50-50 at best as Ooh. a tackler. Ooh. I've seen him wrap up the ball carrier, but I've also seen him whiff badly. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have to appear any issues when it comes to running and the burst and all that, but he can carry guys like I like to talk about. The only thing that bothered me about this player is you don't see him to get a whole lot of chances playing the ball. I watched North Carolina State, and I watched the Georgia games. Just kind of give me a little bit of example of that guy. So that's the top half of the first round. We will go quickly through the second half, and you can stop me if there's a guy that you really want to talk about, but 17 is the Chargers. He goes Trevor Penning out of Northern Iowa. He's Another kind of a guy that yeah, I saw he's in a person. Man, man boys there. That's a big old dude. Yep. New Orleans Saints, Matt Corral, quarterback, Ole Miss. Might be the best quarterback in the draft. Philadelphia Eagles at 19, George Karloftis out of Purdue. And I will tell you, that is a dude that is incredibly good with his hands. He is strong. He is. He plays more athletic than I thought he looked when I saw him in person. It's funny what you and I were talking about with him when, he, when you came like, you're kind of thinking, oh, maybe this guy's stiff. And yeah, I was like, yeah, he's kind of stiff. Then I watched his tape. I was like, he ain't stiff on tape. That dude's a really, really good player. I think the technique is really what makes him a, a very good player. He's outstanding with that. Sam Howell, North Carolina quarterback to the Steelers at 20. Patriots 21 to Kobe Dean, linebacker yeah. Georgia, who a lot of go. people probably have seen play this year. And my God, he is everywhere. He is. Drake London, big old wide receiver out of USC to the Raiders at 22. Jeff, I think you'll like this guy if I could real quick about him. And I mean, he, he, he's he got a game. He has a couple of games where they throw him. I mean, he averages, I want to say, between 11 and 13 targets a game. Oh, yeah. And he, and he, yeah, I mean, but yeah, this he's 6'5", 212 pounds. And you, you talk about somebody, he is going to go above defenders in the open field to go get this football physical runner. Incredible body control and balance and all that. Take, you know, I mean, he is one of those guys impressive with the way he catches the ball, really can extend, snatch it. Length here is a huge advantage. Uh, but he's he has a busted ankle right now that required surgery in October. So hopefully he's getting over that. Arizona 23, Jordan Davis, the defensive tackle out of Georgia, who is the size of two humans. 6'6", 360. Get two for one there. Him. Yeah, for him. 24, Dallas Cowboys, Kenyon Green, offensive lineman, Texas A&M. I believe he's a guard. I'm a huge fan of his, though. He played left guard, right guard, left tackle, right tackle at Texas A&M this year, and he was good at every single one of them. Versatile, strong, stout lower body. Yeah. I like Kenyon Green. Yeah, he doesn't give up much as a pass blocker. He's got knee bend and balance and the strength to hold his man in place. Really, really impressed with that. Trent McDuffie, cornerback Washington to the Bengals. Miami Dolphins at 26. Jermaine Johnson out of Florida State, transferred from Georgia, and then he just became Florida State's best player on their defense. Have you seen him play at all? I'm not. I've seen him in person. I haven't seen him play yet. I'll tell you what, though. This kid right here, I watched him last night. He looks really good in person. Yeah, he is. I mean, he'll line up on both edges. There's snaps where he'll play with his hand down and others where he'll stand up. 
But, I mean, he's relentless. His pursuit, he can really get up the field in a hurry. He's got a really wide variety of pass rush moves. You could tell he's well coached in that regard. North Carolina tried to double team him several times, and it just didn't work. He has a feel where to rush, where to end up on the quarterback, the movement, the redirection. He's not stiff moving at all. The bend, the balance, the body control. He can work his way back if redirected. So I was pretty impressed uh, with the way he played. This guy's not going to give up any ground in the running game. He plays with as well as with his hands, and he's got some really good technique. He's disruptive as a player. Alabama big play monster Jamison Williams, who tore his ACL in the title game to the Buffalo Bills at number 27. Mm. Be interesting to see where exactly in the first round he lands or if he manages to slide out of it. But Jamison Williams is a giant play waiting to happen. You put him with the Bills, just that's fine. Just don't put him with the Chiefs. Daniel Jeremiah put him with the Chiefs, jerk. Detroit Lions, Chris Olave, wide receiver, Ohio State. I've seen him play a ton. I haven't watched his tape, but I know that that is a route-running dude. Let me tell you what, man. It is so impressive to watch this kid play. He runs routes at all levels, inside, outside. It doesn't matter. He doesn't fight the ball at all. He makes his shares of plays, makes it look easy. He's a quarterback's best friend with his ability to come back to the ball. The routes that require precision steps. He pulls it off just super easily. He's aware along the sidelines. He doesn't just uh, work to get one foot down a lot of times. You see him put both feet down. That's just attention. He's to ready. De- yeah, He's ready. That's an attention to detail guy right there. Daxton Hill, the DB out of Michigan, and to the Chiefs at 29. Kind of thought that maybe that the Cowboys, this might be a guy that the Cowboys would have looked at too. I really like him as a safety. Logan Hall, defensive lineman out of Houston, to okay. the Tampa Bay Bucks at 30. Yeah, that's a, that's one of an interesting guy. He's a guy that kind of lines up as a three technique, and uh, he's built a lot like a five technique, Jeff, a guy that plays head up. Oh, big old long Yeah, dude. three, four defensive end. There's times where he's a little late off the ball, and you notice that. But uh, once he gets going, there's no problem from him. I, I, I feel like his power is his best trait. There were several times where he walked that SMU guard back into the backfield. Doesn't have a lot of pass rush moves. I, I would wonder if a team, like I said, who did you say took him there? Uh, that was going to be Tampa. Tampa, okay. Where he could play multiple spots. He could play multiple spots. spots. He could play inside, outside. Yeah, that would probably be a pretty good pick for them. Tennessee, Jahan Dotson, wide receiver out of Penn State. Run fast, make big plays. That's him. You got him. Green Bay Packers at 32. DeMarvin Leal, defensive lineman, Texas A&M. I think that dude is, again, incredibly gifted and talented as far as size, quickness, speed, power. Yeah. But to me, on tape, hasn't put all that together yet. Yeah. But could develop into a really good NFL player. Yeah, I kind of feel like he might be a better inside player than out. Yeah. Depending on what they do. He'll chase the redirection, the effort. He doesn't stand around and wait for things to happen. He's going to try and make some plays for you. Uh, he's got some violence to his game as a tackler. I thought he did a nice job of wrapping up the ball carry and getting those guys to the ground. But he's got some power for the position, whether you play him at that end or tackle. But, again, I kind of feel like he's a better defensive tackle. That is a mock draft from Dane Brugler with scouting reports from former Cowboy scout Brian Broadus. It's Trust the Tape presented by Boomer Jacks. Boomer Jacks is all over the place, and it is the absolutely the place you need to be on weekends, watching sporting events, whenever you want a cold beer and something to eat. Check out the Boomer Jacks nearest you because we love them. You good, Brian? I'm good, man. Let's do this again next week. We'll be back here next week. We'll do position rankings. We'll work through all these different things and all your different teams and the needs and all that stuff. 
I'm Jeff Cavanaugh. That's Brian Broadus. We will catch you next week on Trust the Tape. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.